the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Uh, we're doomed. Yes, uh, and a guy from East Liberty is the latest sign that the end is near. Uh, have you ever heard of Billy Porter? He's uh, been on uh, Broadway for a while. He's about 49. He's getting ready to turn 50. He was in something called uh, a show called Kinky Boots uh, that I uh, tried to get tickets for, and I just I haven't been able to get them, and they're just a tough tickets. If you know anybody who can help me with that. Actually, if I were in solitary confinement for like, I don't know, five years, and somebody said, listen, we will let you out, but uh, the only thing you're going to be able to do is you're going to go to see a show called Kinky Boots, but it'll get you out of the cell that you've been in, haven't had any human contact for a year, I'd say, nah, you know what, I'm good, I'll stay here. Anyway, now he's in a show called Pose, which I don't know anything about either. But uh, Billy showed up on the red carpet uh, last night in a combination tuxedo gown. It's a huge black dress. And if you're watching on Twitter right now, I think we have a picture up, do we? Yeah, so you can see it. If you don't, if you haven't uh, seen it yet, go to uh, uh, just Google Billy Porter or go to YouTube and, and Google Billy Porter at the Oscars. You'll see it. Anyway, it's um, uh, this is radio, so I have to describe it for you. It's a huge black dress. About four feet around at the bottom, something you'd see maybe a, a, a bride, you know, like a, almost like a bridal dress. He was he was wearing it. Nobody laughed, at least out loud anyway. You know, and twenty years ago, um, uh, Martin Short might have shown up wearing something like that, and people would have been rolling in the aisles laughing. Uh, not anymore. Uh, so this is where we are, uh, and of course, this this here in Pittsburgh, we're supposed to be proud. That uh, Billy showed up in in this uh, outfit on KDK this morning. Heather Abraham said Pittsburgh. This is on KDK. Pittsburgh uh, native Billy Porter rocked the red carpet last night. Other descriptions were that he was stunning. Um, it's just unbelievable. Anyway, so this is where we are, and a man can show up in a flowing gown, and it's not a joke. And not only is it not a joke, if you think he looks ridiculous, there's something wrong with you. You have a problem. And when I see a guy dressed like that, I can't help thinking about, you know, what's going through his head when he's home getting ready, getting ready to go out. Does he look in the mirror and actually think, hey, man, I nailed it. This looks great. Is there any point where he doubts it even a little bit, you know? Maybe he says, boy, do I look ridiculous. But, hey, this is Hollywood, and those idiots will think it's wonderful. Well, somebody asked him how it felt to, uh, felt to make his appearance in front of the world in a really pretty dress. Putting on that dress and putting on them pumps made me feel the most powerful and the most masculine that I've ever felt. That's right. Nothing made him feel more masculine than a pretty dress. That's, again, where we are in America. There's no better defender of masculinity in America than D.C. McAllister. She's a columnist with The Federalist and The Daily Wire. She's also one of my favorite guests, and uh, she'll be here when we come back. We'll get her impressions of Billy and also talk to her about a piece about something a lot more serious, a piece she wrote today about women in combat. Stick around. Are you tired of paying outrageous premiums for health insurance? How about a plan that allows you to go to any hospital in the country? A plan that pays you back every year? This is John Steigerwald for Marley Financial. Whether you want a top-of-the-line plan or just enough to keep you legal, Marley Financial has a custom-made plan for you. As a business owner, you owe it to yourself to stay ahead of the ever-changing marketplace. Marley has been on the cutting edge of new and improved health plans for both individuals and businesses. And only Marley Financial offers health plans that actually pay you back. Call 724-884-1496 for unbiased 
top-notch plans from any carrier in Pennsylvania. Plans that'll save you money and give you an edge over the competition. They even offer custom business solutions to reduce your liability and overhead as you grow. They're truly one of the most innovative agencies in the nation. Call Marley now, 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. What's inside your mattress affects its price, comfort, and durability. But most mattress manufacturers won't show you what's inside their products because they simply don't want you to know. How can you know if you're getting the best value if you don't know how your mattress is made? At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that transparency is what's best for our customers. So we have open displays of each model in our showroom so you can see and feel the difference in our products. Visit one of our local Original Mattress Factory stores to see exactly what we're made of. Not so long ago, all mattresses had two sides, and for good reason. You can flip two-sided mattresses regularly, making them last longer than one-sided mattresses. So, what happened to two-sided mattresses? In an effort to cut costs, most mattress manufacturers cut their mattresses in half. For nearly three decades, the original Mattress Factory has believed that building high-quality two-sided mattresses is the right thing to do. Visit us in one of our stores or at OriginalMattress.com to see how our products are built right and built to last. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon, so if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. And right now, Listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash America. One more time. To try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. Warning. Listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Yes, feminists everywhere should be thrilled today. Uh, a judge in Texas ruled recently that uh, the draft for men only, uh, the military draft, is unconstitutional, which means that women should be registering soon. Uh, men have, uh, have, have, to be, uh, have to do it at 18, but there will have to be a lot more women registering to catch up with all the men. And D.C. McAllister wrote about that in The Federalist, and she's here to talk about that, but not before we talk about what could be a sign that it doesn't matter because human civilization is doomed. That would be uh, Billy Porter at the Oscars last night. D.C., thanks for being here again. Always good to have you. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you. So you did see Billy's dress last night. I saw you tweeted uh, something about it. Here's what, before we get to this, here's what, uh, in case you haven't heard, here's what Billy, his own self, had to say about the thrill of wearing that dress last night. Putting on that dress and putting on them pumps made me feel the most powerful and the most masculine that I've ever felt. Now, if Martin Short or someone like that had done a comedy routine like that, at the, he could have done it at the Oscars 20 years ago, and people would have been rolling in the aisles. Uh, but people are taking it seriously, aren't they? Yes, they are. We have reached a whole new level of insanity uh, when it comes to our sexual identity. So now masculine is feminine and feminine is masculine. It's also confusing, which is exactly how the tyr- tyrannical state likes it. Crazy. 
Yeah, and um, am I overstating it uh, when I say that this could be a sign that uh, we as humans, uh, you know, are doomed? <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> well, yeah, definitely civilized society. I mean, when you don't even know your own identity as a human being or as a man or as a woman, then you can't form the proper relationships that are necessary to form society. And all you have is confusion and chaos, and out of that, it's just going to come, you know, more control by anyone who can exert power to bring it all into order. Yeah, so, and I, yeah, no, it's definitely declined. And I think, I mean, I mean, I, 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 maybe I thought this a while ago, but I keep seeing things that make me believe that we've reached the point of no return. That it's, it's. I don't know how this is reversible. I mean, if you well, I think, go ahead, sorry. No, that's okay. I, I mean, I, I don't think we've reached that point. Um, it may take a lot of hard knocks in order to turn it around. I mean, definitely, it's gonna it's gonna take some you know catastrophic events for people to wake up and see reality. But I think you know nature, you know, God's design for humanity, will win the day. But it's, we may have to go through a really rough period before we realize that we do need masculinity and what it really looks like. Yeah. Um... Uh, is laughing at this stuff even allowed anymore, though? I laugh at it. It's ridiculous. Well, oh, I, I also, do, too. I, but, but I also cry. But I also cry about it because it's actually taken seriously. I mean, for a man to stand in a dress and say, and say I've never felt more masculine, I mean, that's, just, that's mentally disturbed. Yeah, it is. and and that, the, But the thing is, and, uh, and it's one thing for, for the crowd that was there, those people who, who were there to see him in person, I mean, and the group that he was mingling with it's understandable that they'd think it was wonderful or at least feel obligated to to either think it's wonderful or say they think it's wonderful but it's the the fact that it's it's becoming mainstream and that if you uh ridicule it or even question it there's something wrong with you that that's where i think it's it's reaching the point of being i don't know how you turn it around well, if you were to feel it, then you're expressing toxic masculinity because right. you know, the, the powers that be and the experts in psychology have now declared that um, a man's personal expression of masculinity is masculinity. So we have like a million different types of masculinities, except for the one that's traditional, and that's bad. So, uh, you know, the norm of masculinity, real masculinity, is being redefined to accommodate these outliers and these individuals who deviate from the norm. Yeah, and uh, are you old enough to remember the show MASH and the character Killer? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, so, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's not normal. Yeah, yeah well, Somebody brought that up to me. Yeah, Killer, for people who don't remember, Killer was uh, the, the guy who dressed in uh, dressed like a woman and was hoping to get uh, declared insane, become, uh, I get, what is it, section, I think it's section eight, I don't know, whatever it is, they, mm-hmm. he, he wanted to, to say, think that he was nuts so that he could get himself out of the army. And so yeah, the, definitely. Now, if they, they couldn't do that. How, they, if, they, if, they, if the show MASH were on the air now, people would be offended by that. Yeah, no, Klinger would be like, you know, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. You have to stay, or you're accepted in, but you have to wear your dress. Yeah, did I say killer? Was this Kl- was Klinger his name? Klinger, yeah. I think it's Klinger, right? Yeah, yeah Klinger. I said killer, but I, yeah, Klinger. Um, and uh, anyway, that was a recurring uh, character. So let's get to the serious stuff there. What, what about the ruling from the judge uh, that only registering men is unconstitutional? Okay, yeah, well, right. Back in 2015, the Obama just... Uh, Defense Department came out and said that you know, women are now declared to be able to be in combat. At the time, I and others wrote saying, okay, well, this, if this happens, if this is approved, that because a few women want to be in combat, then the Selective Service will have to be open to men and women because the only reason why women aren't signed up for Selective Service is because they're not in combat. So the court actually made the right legal decision to say it was unconstitutional for there to be a male-only draft. Um, of course, we don't have a draft now, but the Selective Service is there as a pretense for if we ever wanted a draft. And um, because the only reason is, is that there wasn't an equal playing field. Women weren't in combat, therefore they shouldn't be drafted. Uh, but once that was removed by the Obama administration, it was just a matter of time before the courts ruled that you know, it, men and women have to sign up. And this is a travesty because, of course, even the Marine Corps' reports have proven that men and women do not perform the same in the battlefield, that this is unhealthy, 
for society. It's unhealthy for the military. It weakens the military. It also violates, I think, principles of the relationship between men and women and the role of men in society and the role of women. And I know people don't like that, but that's just fact. That's nature. And to say that it doesn't exist and be able to put our daughters into the theater of war is uncivilized that's worse and just really does speak more than anything to the decline of our culture. And it's frightening. Uh, and and uh, you talk about the fact that men are supposed to, uh, to they, they're here to protect women. And that, that's the way it's been for thousands of years. But it's uh, it, that that's not politically correct anymore because it's it, it would be an admission that women are weak or weaker. Well, women are weaker. And even though they try to say that we have this equalizing effect with technology and guns, doesn't that doesn't apply in the field of battle where physical strength is still very relevant. So women are weaker. Uh, we, we're also the baby makers. You know, men, I mean, just by nature, you know, are more expendable and not because they are less valuable as human beings, but just, you know, as far as survival of the species kind of thing. Right. And, um, and it's part, just part of a man's nature to want to protect the woman. Um, and we lose a lot in our society and in our dignity, I think, as human beings for that to be reversed. And I, but I wonder if, uh, uh in order to make it work the way feminists want it to work, mothers are going to have to be telling their sons that they shouldn't feel like uh, they have any more responsibility to protect a woman than another woman has the responsibility to protect a woman. And and that well, yeah, no, it's, everything's equal. I mean, right. well, why if women can take care of themselves, they don't need the men. And I also put this out, you know, if if you really do believe that women are equal to men physically are in, in this way, then we should have no segregated sports. I mean, women should be playing football and basketball mm-hmm. along with the men and doing all the, there should be all competitions should be integrated. And the fact that we don't do that, you know, we realize that they are not equal, but yet in a theater of life and death in war, we're willing to put women into that situation. We're not even willing to put them in a basketball court or on the football field. It's insane. Well, it's funny you bring that up, D.C. We're talking to D.C. McAllister of the Daily Wire and the Federalist. Um, It's funny you bring that up because in my next uh, segment after you are gone, we are going to talk to um, a doctor uh, about the uh, situation in Connecticut where uh, two transgender women um, won mm-hmm. track championships. Um, and they, mm-hmm. they won the outdoor championship in the last year, and they just won the indoor championship, uh, I think, over the weekend. And that insanity is, you know, you're not allowed to have, you're not allowed to think there's anything wrong with that either. That's, that's perfectly okay. Yeah, uh, men competing with women, because, yeah. you know, transgender woman is a man who's transitioned, quote-unquote, into a woman. It's really yeah. a man. Yeah, no, it's insane. And even female athletes have come out and said, no, that men should not be, these people should not be competing and but yet we we're so upside down in our understanding of sexuality to accommodate a few that we're willing to throw all reason and common sense aside in order to accommodate them. Yeah, and you you know you mentioned that the Marine Corps did a study. Um, you know, I I've I've been around for a few years, and I don't need anybody to do a study to tell me that men are probably better at doing things in that you need to do in combat and do the things that you need to do in training for that than women would be. Why? Who needs to do a yeah. study on that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. But, you know, it's the prove-it-to-me generation. They have to have a study because everything's reductionistic, materialistic understanding of things. But you can always get your, the problem with that is you can always get another study that does otherwise, right? Right. Um, instead of using human history, human experience, as conservatives do, that's the bulwark of conservatism, you know, is human experience and history. Uh, we throw it all out in the name of progress. But really, it leads to regression. I saw a quote from a military guy. Uh, he said something like, the mil- military isn't for um, achieving your wildest dreams or uh, you know, reaching some uh, goal that you want to reach. It's for defending the country and you know, killing people and blowing things up. That's what the military is doing. Uh, that's actually become politically incorrect uh, also, hasn't it? Does it even suggest that? Well, right, because all of our social institutions have become um, social experiments. And, you know, whether it's schools, colleges, the military, 
it doesn't matter. It's become official experiment, and these uh, theories that have been brought about by these progressive liberal Marxist thinkers, and we're reaping the consequences of it now. Do you, um, you you've been a fierce, and you are a, a fierce defender of masculinity. Anybody who follows you on Twitter, and what's your Twitter handle? I don't have it written, and I follow you, but uh, how do we? It's, um, it's at McAllister with two L's, McAllister Den. Okay. Um, you, you're, if, everybody should follow you on Twitter, but um, you are a, a, have been a fierce defender of masculinity. Uh, are you part of a dying breed out there? I am a dying breed. I feel alone a lot of time. And the frustrating thing, John, is in my defense of masculinity requires really drawing attention to what masculinity is. And that makes me, that puts me oftentimes in opposition to men who have either given up and don't want to be related in relation with women anymore. They've thrown their hands up in the air and say, we give up. You feminists just can go your own way. Um, you know, or I, I run against men who have been so bought into the feminist notion that they don't want to hear. So it's not just fighting against feminists. I'm, I'm fighting against men as well in order to remind them about what masculinity is and why we need it. You know, I, I, I've, um, I've been thinking about a, a book or a movie that could be kind of along the lines of a movie like The Hunger Games set in the future where it becomes, um, it gets to the point where the country decides that all men will live west of the Mississippi and women will leave will live east of the Mississippi and only can uh, co-mingle can only mingle with each other for the purpose of procreation uh, and what what would the what would each side if you would write that book what would each side of the country look like at the end of a given time well well I can tell you that'll never happen because men are allowed to have their own space I mean that's part of the feminism pathology is that men can't have their own space. They need to be dominated by women. Oh, yeah. It's very female-centric, estrogen-centric, and woman worship that we have in our society now. And we don't even want men to go their own way and be left alone. They need to be subjugated. No more camping trips. Boy Scouts, no no good. Can't have Boy Scouts. And no military that's all men. Yeah, yeah, we can't have that. Well, um, uh, so... What's what's the what's the what's the uh, immediate future for what's what's next? I mean, what what's going to happen? You said that it's going to take something maybe catastrophic. What would that be? Well, uh, you know, war. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can yeah. make it real. You know, yeah. I don't want that. But we we need to be speaking out. We need to form alliances and support people who are speaking out against this. You know, right, Congressman? We cannot have this kind of social egalitarian. I mean, Sexual egalitarianism that's infiltrating everything, just run over com- common sense, and we need to fight. Do you um, have women friends who don't like what you don't like the way you defend masculinity? <laughs> they don't see my friends. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, I mean, I have some some friends. I have friends from college, you know, long term friends that you can't, you know, and. and family members who don't agree with me uh but most of my all my close friends do agree with me but you know i have people women in my sphere who fiercely disagree with me yeah but they're wrong you know and they're wrong and i confront them and they don't like it well my wife agrees with me and so and and my two daughters agree with me and my daughter-in-law agrees with me they want to throw up when they see a guy dressed the way billy porter was dressed last night uh so i'm wondering if is there a bubble out there that that is making people believe that there are more women who actually are re- willing to accept what Billy was wearing last night? Well, I think you can look in politics and the way women vote to get a little kind of a measure of where women stand. And unfortunately, I think the majority of women are very feminist-minded because most of them vote Democrat, most of them are, you know, post Trump. Uh, the women that do stand for these issues are, um, are are in the minority. We really are. And usually the white women. I mean, I hate to put it that way, but that's what we're, we've been attacked for. And so we need to stick together and not, not kowtow to, to the groupthink and continue to stand for what's right and what's true because our future depends on it. Well, my future depends on getting to a break in 15 seconds, so uh, I'm out of time. I thank you for being here again, D.C. Always great to have you. Thanks. Great to be here. Okay, that's DC McAllister, and we'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump is on his way to Hanoi, Vietnam, saying he's looking forward to a productive meeting with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un this week. Prior to leaving Washington for the summit in Vietnam, the president expressed high hopes for his talks with Kim. I think we can have a very good a very good summit. I think we'll have a very tremendous summit. We want denuclearization. Speaking to the nation's governors, the president also said he's in no rush on deadlines for denuclearization as long as there's no nuclear testing. If that's the case, Mr. Trump says, we're happy. That's White House correspondent Greg Clugston reporting. A good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 60 points to close at 26,092. The Nasdaq rose by 26. The S&P advanced 3. And crude oil down $1.78. It closed at $55.48 a barrel on the New York Mercantile Exchange. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon. So if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Larry Elder explains the numbers in Virginia. By a 21-point margin, blacks believe he should not step down versus believing that he should step down. Among whites, however, it's 50-50. So whites are more offended by the photographs than blacks are in Virginia. The assumption was that black people are going to be far more offended by this than whites. They aren't. You know why? Because they know it's nothing. The Larry Elder Show. Weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. You're an insurance agent. You're also an entrepreneur looking to grow. And what better way to grow than by being your own boss? Owning your own Farmers Insurance Agency has been called one of the best small business opportunities in America. With a nationally respected brand, award-winning training, and your personal experienced business coach, your opportunity to grow is unlimited. No franchise fees required. Visit BeAFarmersAgent.com and start growing. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Woeful. Shocking, scathing indictment, pathetic. Those are four ways the president emeritus of the Allegheny Institute describes the non-performance of many Pittsburgh public school students, at least as measured by the latest Pennsylvania system of school assessment test. Learn why Jay Kalk concludes that these results are a disaster for far too many students at AlleghenyInstitute.org, now in his 24th year of challenging conventional public policy thinking. Life's got enough to worry about without worrying about taxes. But you're not worried. You've got William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people. For over 20 years, Bill and his staff have taken the stress out of tax preparation for businesses and individuals alike. With all the new tax law changes this year, he'll help untangle them for less than the big national chains with work that's guaranteed. Visit SteelCityCPA.com. William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people like you at SteelCityCPA.com. The Pittsburgh North Regional Chamber proudly presents the next Innovation Pittsburgh. Friday evening, March 8th, 5 to 7.30 p.m. at the Doubletree by Hilton and Mars. Join host former Allegheny County Executive James Roddy, along with U.S. Representative Connor Lamb and Pennsylvania House Speaker Mike Terzai on issues facing our community. Come for open networking and hors d'oeuvres at 5, followed by presentations and panel discussion. Tickets and details at pghnorthchamber.com. That's pghnorthchamber.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the outbound side of the Parkway East, it is heavy from 2nd Avenue to Beachwood Boulevard. That because of an earlier crash. Parkway West slowing down inbound from Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Now a jam up southbound 79. It's solid from Washington Pike to the Washington County line. Also seeing a downed tree and wires on Herbst Road and Kennedy between Halbrook Street and Mary Street. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Winds will lessen this evening, otherwise increasing clouds and cold tonight. Below will be near 20, with wind chills dipping toward 10. Mainly gray skies for tomorrow and staying cold, with a high near 30. Partly cloudy and cold with a low of 22 tomorrow night. A little milder for Wednesday, with increasing clouds. High will be 42. Could see a little mixed rain and snow Wednesday night. I'm meteorologist Frank Strait on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. Well, they did it again up in Connecticut. Um, they had their track championships uh, last year, or I guess in the spring, they had um, the uh, outdoor championships and two transgender women one, two transgender girls, I guess. So they're, they're still in high school, but they, they won uh, two sprint events. And so that that caused a lot of disturbance and a lot of discussion. And But it didn't change anything because two the same two uh, transgender girls um, won uh, the indoor championship in Connecticut. So uh, they finished one and two. They won various events, but they, they, the girls were left behind. Just put it that way. So we thought it would be a good time to uh, bring in Dr. Quentin Van Meter. He's a uh, uh, pediatric endocrinologist. He's with the College of American Pediatricians, and he also is a a doctor in Atlanta. And uh, it's always good to have you here. Thanks for being here, doctor. Happy to be with you. So um, where do you want to begin on this? I... you know, I don't know how long it's been since I've spoken to you, but I don't see. I just finished with uh, a, a guest a few minutes ago, DC McAllister, uh, and I was talking to her about. Um, she wrote a piece about women in combat and uh, the fact that the draft is going to was is going to be declared or was declared unconstitutional because it doesn't include women. And um, and then we were also talking about the appearance last night of a guy named Billy Porter at the uh, at the uh, Academy Awards. He was wearing a dress, and uh, every not, people weren't laughing; they were thinking it was wonderful. So that's kind of where we are right now. That's this isn't the kind of serious stuff that you deal with, but it's all part of the culture, isn't it? Well, the problem is there are children suffering, children and adolescents, uh, and then on into adulthood who suffer from uh, delusional thinking about who they are. They don't relate to their biologic sex. As I've previously stated, sex is binary. You are born either male or female with, with very, very few exceptions of what we call disorders of sexual differentiation, where sometimes there are both XX and XY or male and female cell lines within the same person. Uh, but those individuals, uh, surprisingly enough, don't have any any real issues with gender uh, confusion. They they align with uh, their their predominant biologic sex uh, and are raised as such, and function as such as adults. What's what's happened is that we have brought the word gender uh, into uh, our medical universe as if it's a biologically based. Uh, identity, uh, entity, which it is not. Um, gender is a state of mind. It has no biologic basis whatsoever, uh, but it has been used by uh, transgender activists uh, to promote the idea that one can uh, have a biologic basis for gender that is at, op- at odds with their uh, biologic sex. And this is the ca- what's happened with the cases of, of children and adolescents who request to be raised uh, and identified uh, as the gender which is not the same as their biologic sex. Um, in the case of the two athletes, these, these were uh, biologic males who decided they wanted to uh, change their identity uh, and gender. They clearly can never change their sex. That's something that can't be done by anybody uh, in the universe <laughs> or beyond. Um, but they declared themselves as females and then uh, competed in, in uh, sports uh, as, as if they were biological females. Uh, their bodies are male bodies. Uh, they have uh, altered themselves potentially with hormones to appear more like uh, a female. It's a, it's a female co- a costume on top of a, a male body, if you will. Uh, but their, bi- their biology, their muscles, their brain... Um, this has been lifelong identified uh, biologically as male, and they are allowed then to step into the sports arenas and play and compete against uh, biologic females, and not surprisingly, because of the nature of the male uh, body, uh, they have more uh, physical capabilities, 
and 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 therefore have a much better uh, advantage biologically over the female athletes. Um, it's it's uh, it's essentially it's a loss of of women's rights and and uh, in, in the world to allow this to happen. Um, it's a it's a big stab in the back of the the hard work that's been done to allow women to compete with each other on a fair playing field. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> I don't disagree with one word that you just said, but uh, there are people out there who will call what you just said hate speech, and they're out there, and that's what they're. I know that you've dealt with that, and I don't have to tell you sure. that, but I'm telling the audience that that uh, I got a story here from the Guardian. The headline says, U.S. professor who says being transgender is a delusion to speak at W.A. University. Uh, That's Western Australia. It says, University of Western Australia to go ahead with event despite more than 6,000 students signing a petition. So you were you were not uh, you were dealing with a hostile crowd there. How did that go? That was well, artist. it was very interesting because it, I never really got to see my hostile crowd. Um, they did have a little demonstration, what they called a victory dance, uh, out in front of the student center at West Australia University. Um, and it, it looked like uh, on, on the video that I saw that there probably were about 30 or 40 students, very peaceful. Um, they were just sort of saying they wanted to be you know, supportive of trans and trans was real and they were real and they loved the fact that people loved them and they all felt very wonderful and warm and, and fuzzy. And that was sort of the demonstration. It was nothing hateful at all, as it turned out. Um, the petitions were all an online blog accepted petition uh, based on the idea that I was going to be speaking. They had no idea what the content of my speech was going to be, uh, which it, it turned out when we changed the venue and, and held the event anyway, uh, it was the same speech I'd intended to give, which was uh, showing compassion for kids with transgender uh, issues and uh, trying to guide them to what has been established as a very uh, appropriate and very successful way of bringing them back to the reality of um, aligning their gender identity with their biologic sex. So, you know, I, it's, I sort of chuckle at the idea that, uh, that where there was a hostile crowd with, you know, thousands and thousands upon thousands of, of uh, people protesting. It's very easy to do on the Internet on a blog. Uh, you, you basically just you know, point and click, and you can you can garner any number of quote signatures unquote as, as you can you can get in the time that the uh, the blog is up and running. So it's it, it, there were interestingly on that trip in in the city of Melbourne there were protesters planted in the crowd when I gave my my similar talk there, and they uh, systematically disrupted the presentation until they were physically removed from the auditorium. And then they circled the building and chanted with megaphones the, for the rest of the entire presentation, uh, of my presentation and that of author Patrick Byrne. And so it was just annoying, if nothing else. Uh, but it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's sort of an ad hominem attack with screaming epithets, uh, saying that we are haters and, and bigots and uh, transphobes and homophobes and on and the list goes on and on when it actually has nothing to do with hate whatsoever. We're extremely compassionate people, very concerned about these kids who are, are expressing a delusional thought. They are not necessarily uh, a, a, expressing that the fact that they have a delusional disorder until it persists into adulthood because, as one prominent uh, psychologist in the field said, uh, it's equivalent of saying, um, I am Jesus Christ. Uh, that's a delusion. Uh, I wish I were like Jesus Christ is very wishful and wonderful thinking uh, in that particular uh, concept, but it's not a reality that you actually are Jesus Christ. So it's very it's a very easy way to kind of delineate what is delusion and what is uh, aspirational thought that may that might be a bit delu- delusional. Um, but anyway, that that was the the response to the the hate that I that I was sort of that I had to face there in Australia, and it was actually uh, not an unpleasant experience overall. I'm well, very glad to be there. Well, the, my, as I said to my previous guest, that I you know when I see what I saw at the Academy Awards last night and the acceptance of it, uh, and I know that's not necessarily the same thing that we're talking about here, but. Um, uh, it, it seems to me that uh, we've reached the point where it's irreversible. The fact that there are so many people out there, that, and there are people out there who call you a hater, and you're a scientist, you're a doctor, and you're basing this on science, but um, it's it, it's become, it's it, have we reached the point where you're not even allowed to, to doubt this stuff? 
Well, there's a, certainly a very strong push to, to suppress the, the scientific truth. Um, the truth is never, never really appreciated in somebody who has an agenda that is not based on truth. And you kind of know you're getting close to the nerve when you get far more uh, you know, attacks against what you're trying to say uh, that involve the concept that we are haters because there is clearly n- not a single word of what we utter or what we publish that 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 exudes hate or expresses hate. It's all about compassion. So I think that the the closer we get to the the nerve, if you will, the the more vociferous the the uh, opposition is in claiming that we we you know we should not be allowed to speak or publish. Now the the wonderful thing that's happened recently is that. Uh, there are a group of us in, in the field of endocrinology and, and transgender issues who have published a letter to the editor of the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism, which is a very prestigious uh, international journal, uh, which had published the guidelines for transgender care, which were very much all affirming, all medical, all surgery, uh, you know, essentially throwing away our approach completely. Um, and we wrote a letter expressing that that was really not uh, scientifically valid and we had significant concerns. And they actually published it. It will be in next month's uh, in-print version of the journal. Uh, it's the first time that we have actually had our opinion uh, allowed to be printed in a standard uh, accepted medical journal. It's peer-reviewed. Um, so we're we're excited that we've made a little bit of an inroad, and what we hope to do is is to get a dialogue going. It's always wonderful to have a dialogue as long as you've got two parties that are interested. We are vitally interested in sitting down and discussing our concerns with the people who are in charge of all the guideline making. Uh, but to date, they have essentially uh, shut us out and said we we're, they will have no dialogue with us at all. This. This article, this letter to the editor, is the first inroad we've had, and we're optimistic that what we're going to do is to wake up the general uh, population of endocrinologists across the country to say, if you are uncomfortable with what you're reading, you're not alone. Uh, this is the scientific basis and uh, evidence of this. Come join a, a, a dialogue, if you will, and let's get back to the table with real science. That's what we're hoping for. Now, um, I get back to the sports issue because this is, uh, th- to me, this is an interesting thing because it's it's um, it shows that it's really come mainstream. I think there are 17 states now that uh, that by law uh, the school has to allow someone who says they identify as one uh, gender or another to um, it allows them to compete in a sport that's not uh, that, that that doesn't match their actual sex i guess is what i'm trying to say sure, uh, sure. and and it, you've talked about how they've glamorized this whole thing of of uh, transgenderism and i'm wondering how much of a of a factor sports will be in helping to promote their cause because it, well, and how much it maybe influences kids to want to do it because hey i can compete in track and i can win well, I think there are going to be very minimal cases of that that survive, just because I think there are going to be lawsuits against the, the sort of the the, the hard work uh, that's been done by by women's advocates to to build up women's rights on the basis of very concrete and scientific uh, background and effort, and uh, and so I think we'll begin to see those laws challenge in the states because it's again it's a, it's an erosion of women's rights it if you can be a male and just decide up and decide one day that you're a, a, a female and make that your official government id uh, proven uh, identity uh, you, you essentially have taken women's rights away from them and i don't think that that's going to be <laughs> the, the, this is a reality bubble that's going to pop uh, and I think we'll see suits against it, and those laws, those regulations, will be taken down in the states as being essentially uh, responsible for eroding eroding women's rights. And Martina and Navratilova that, uh, came out publicly yeah, and said, she did. "Yeah," and she was and, immediately kicked off of some LGBTQ um, organization. Well, it was, I think, it was, inter- it was a, an international committee for Olympic supports or review or yeah. whatever. But it was an international sports committee, and they, they, you know, because of political correctness, decided she must be removed. I think as long as we get more and more Martina Navratilova speaking out again, this is this is you've opened up, you know, you've picked up a rock, and now there's a bug underneath it that's wiggling, and it's not going to be a happy bug. 
uh, it's going to come and sting you and bite you. So I think that's what we're going to start to see. Uh, it's kind of what I hope will happen is that the avenue back to sanity is going to be through legal channels. The the uh, women's rights folks are going to start to sue the uh, school systems and, and universities that allow uh, males to, to run as females and, and compete in sports as females. We're going to see uh, parents and patients themselves who have been medically and surgically altered by hormones and mutilating surgeries, they're going to come back and start uh, holding accountable the uh, physicians who who actually performed these things, who prescribed the medications and who did the surgeries. And when those lawsuits begin to, to uh, sort of pile up and, and there will be a turnaround of people willing to do that based on the fact that, A, on top of it, there's absolutely not a shred of science to support what they're doing. Doctor, I really appreciate you being here as always, and uh, I thought of you when I saw this thing with the track uh, championships again. I knew you'd be able to put a good perspective on it, uh, and uh, keep up the good fight. Thank you. Well, it, it's it's a challenge I'm I'm willing to continue to work for, and you can call upon me anytime you need me. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you very much, and we'll be right back. Okay, bye. Bye. affects its price, comfort, and durability. But most mattress manufacturers won't show you what's inside their products because they simply don't want you to know. How can you know if you're getting the best value if you don't know how your mattress is made? At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that transparency is what's best for our customers. So we have open displays of each model in our showroom so you can see and feel the difference in our products. Visit one of our local Original Mattress Factory stores to see exactly what we're made of. Not so long ago, all mattresses had two sides, and for good reason. You can flip two-sided mattresses regularly, making them last longer than one-sided mattresses. So, what happened to two-sided mattresses? In an effort to cut costs, most mattress manufacturers cut their mattresses in half. For nearly three decades, the original mattress factory has believed that building high-quality two-sided mattresses is the right thing to do. Visit us in one of our stores or at OriginalMattress.com to see how our products are built right and built to last. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Not only do we have great grills, but also the best hot patio heaters. We are the nationwide distributor for Bromic Radiant Patio Heaters, the very best patio heater that you can get. The Bromic heaters use the same radiant burner technology as our Solaire Infrared Grills, so they heat up fast and keep you warm so you can enjoy your backyard grill and outdoor living spaces into the night and all year round. Bromic heaters have stylish contemporary designs that fit perfectly in backyard and restaurant patios. We have gas and electric models to suit most installation needs and a portable gas heater that directs the heat where you want it, not the bushes and walls like the mushroom heaters. For top quality performance and aesthetics, you want Bromic Radiant Patio Heaters and Solaire Infrared Grills. Learn about these amazing grills and heaters at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. You own a local business or any business, and your national competition has a backroom of digital marketing minions who are eating your lunch. But you can beat them with our digital marketing experts. We're Salem Surround. We can surround potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We make every digital dollar count towards sales success. We won't waste your money. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers from everywhere. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Here's the truth, America. Hugh Hewitt for PatriotMobile.com. Your cell phone company is probably funding anti-Second Amendment groups. Patriot Mobile, which is America's only conservative cell phone company, does the opposite. If you are fed up with disgusting policies like New York's new late-term abortion law or Mayor Bloomberg's gun control seizure plans, make the simple switch to Patriot Mobile. Join thousands of Americans using Patriot Mobile. Get reliable nationwide coverage. Watch your hard-earned dollars fight for the First and Second Amendment rights, border security, and the sanctity of life. 
Veteran-led Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every bill to conservative causes like the Heritage Foundation, the NRA, and the Susan B. Anthony List. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy, and their unlimited talk and text plans start as low as $20 a month. Need more motivation? Mention Hugh, that's me, H-U-G-H, when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Or visit them online at patriotmobile.com slash Hugh to get up to two activation fees waived. Enough is enough. Join the fight today. 1-800-A-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Uh, we got a couple of minutes here. Um, I wanted to point this out about uh, my man Bernie Sanders. Uh He's going to be what 104 on election day when in night in 2020, um, and he, uh, you know, he's Mister Environment. And when when he uh, announced for president the other day, he said that um, he would be one of the groups he's going to really go after the fossil fuel people, the evil people that provide us with gas and oil and coal and electricity and everything that allows us to you know exist. Well, the Clinton campaign uh, was quick to come out. And say that, you know, Bernie might have some explaining to do. This is what someone from the Clinton campaign said. I'm not shocked that while thousands of volunteers braved the heat and cold. This is about uh, Bernie campaigning for the Clintons after she won the nomination, uh, probably crookedly. I'm not shocked that while thousands of volunteers braved the heat and cold to knock on doors until their fingers bled in a desperate effort to stop Donald Trump, his royal majesty King Bernie Sanders would only deign to leave his plush D.C. office or his brand new second home on the lake if he was flown around on a cushy private jet like a billionaire master of the universe. That was Zach Petkanas, who was the director of rapid response for the Clinton campaign. Uh, So that's uh, what Bernie did. He liked to fly on on, uh, private jets. This is the guy who hates that fossil fuel. And, you know, all these people who are running on uh, the the new green deal they should be seen pretty soon when they're out actually doing the really hard and serious campaigning we should see them in a uh, on, in a covered wagon they should be like going across the country horse-drawn buggies or, or wagons so that uh, they're not using up any fossil fuel because they're saying that in 10 years they're not going to have it so they should be as an example I think they should be traveling on horseback for the entire 2020 campaign. Let's see if that happens. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com salemnow.com